0: Hello, my dearest, darlingest Toronto sluts. I've got a special announcement just for you. Hope you're all having an amazing February so far because, you know, February, Valentine's Day is coming up, and you know what that means. We're all getting horny. If you don't have anything planned for Valentine's Day, well, let me tell you about Boylesque TO. It's Canada's premier Boylesque troupe, so, Boy Burlesque. <laughs> Uh, And they've been touring all over North America since, like, 2008. They put on, like, these really fun and sexy sexy shows. I can't speak right now. (laughs) And they have a special show for Valentine's Day called Love Squirts. It's happening here in Toronto on Tuesday, February 14th at 8 o'clock at Revival. And I am giving away... Two free tickets. Oh my god, two free tickets to a burlesque show? Tim, tell me more. Sure, I will tell you more. All you have to do is send me a screenshot of you rating the show five stars on Apple or Spotify. Be the first to send me that screenshot on Instagram, at sexedwithtim, and the tickets are yours. It's just that easy. But make sure to send it to me by February 13th, and good luck, and I hope you have fun. If you don't get the free tickets, not to worry. I'm going to include all the ticket information in the show notes, so be on the lookout. I will be there, and if you do see me there, say hi! (laughs) And uh, one more announcement about the show up ahead. The sound, audio, quality, it's a little meh. Uh, Internet connection was kind of all over the place, so forgive me. I tried my very best, but I think for the entirety of the show, you can understand what's going on. Uh, Because we're talking about men, and men, there's really no way to understand men, right? (laughs) Uh, Anyways, so make sure to send me those screenshots, and make sure to look at the show notes for all of the ticket. Details for Boylesque TO on Valentine's Day and see you there. Now, on with the show. The Sex Edward Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Metis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit and the Williams Treaty signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with (laughs) Tim. and welcome to another episode of the sex ed with tim podcast i am your host tim certified sex educator i identify as a chaotic homosexual and what do you call a man who's missing 99% of his brain castrated you <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, the majority at this point <laughs>
0: I mean, what what good is a man for other than just that one important part? Just like get rid of your voice, get rid of your face, just just shut up, <laughs> quiet, all of you, <laughs> useless.
1: <laughs> right in between the leg. <laughs>
0: I can't. Oh my god, you got me snorting. Uh, there's like residual cocaine coming out of my nose. Shay, you're making me laugh right now.
1: Um, is it the Disney crack? <laughs>
0: i am a bitch for that fucking mouse truly
1: (laughs) Look, i think they're cute i'm a bunny though but i do think mouse ears are cute
0: they're cute they're cute oh my god but you know what else is cute i guess the idea of a high value man i'm so bitter the idea of it they don't exist i don't know well you know what 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 am i doing you're you're the one who knows all about high value men more than me because i am a dumpster fire man uh i am a garbage (laughs) raccoon man do you see how many of these dicks are behind me that's like the kind of man i am just absolute trash refuse
1: let me tell you you know it's a beautiful collection because there's a variation and i think there's something to say about you know finding beauty in the variety of 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 people (laughs) 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 we're talking in a minute they're not gonna like me
0: listen if you were to look at my asshole and see all the shades of cum in there that have been in there it would be like Eat your heart out, Rihanna. Like, your Fenty palette, all shades, it's all in there. I've ha- I had—I probably have more. I'm a collector. <laughs> so that's all I am. I'm a co-
1: <laughs> and then there's that, you know? We're just, you know?
0: <laughs> I'm collecting men like I'm collecting stamps and fucking coins, one from every state, <laughs> from every country, <laughs> shading them off as I go.
1: I mean, at this point, I really don't even think anyone could be upset about that. I think, if anything, there's something to... To learn about the way you experience different men, Um, and just being honest and transparent about what that experience is like to yourself, and sometimes to the to your partners, and then to the girlies that are listening.
0: Yeah, right. So, okay, girls, gays, and (sighs) theys, and to anyone else with daddy issues. (laughs) Um, I can't. We're going to be talking about how to get yourself a high value man. What is a high value man? Where are high value men? Uh cuz I for sure have never been with one unless they paid me. <laughs> so welcoming <laughs> sorry Shay, look at you. <laughs> welcoming back to the show <laughs> my repeat guest, the one and only Shay. It's love from Shay Daily. My baby Shay. Shay, okay. Shay honey. Shay funny. Mm-hmm. Shay. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me back. You know, I think that um, and it's funny, I've had people hear our last episode and they'll be like, you guys are great together. And I'm like, I mean, you know, some people are more blessed than others, but you know, we'll take it.
0: I mean, some people just are born with chemistry. Some people have chemistry thrust upon them. (laughs) Shay and I, we just... (laughs) Some people have chemistry on their face.
1: (laughs) Yeah, or you could thrust it on others. But I think it's something beautiful to be shared. So thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Of course. And, like your episode was so well received because it was like the master class in dating right like of course it's not going to be able to like go in depth with every single aspect of dating but at least it gives people like a jumping off point so think of this episode as like dating 201 you know we're we've graduated from freshman now we're in sophomore year we know like the whole ins and outs of ins and outs of dating more or less so let's go a little bit deeper a little bit more niche we're talking about high value men so first of all shay what inspired you to reach out and talk about this very specific topic
1: yeah so in the A lot of what I do, I'm studying most of the time, right? I'm I'm a social scientist, if you will. I'm studying people, culture, the way in which we relate to each other. And I do it from the perspective and lens of dating, love, and relationships. And some of the conversations can get a little bit mundane, but I think it's really important when I'm studying and when I'm seeing conversations that are popular to still give a different perspective and some insight on it. And... One of the things I continue to hear about is high value men. Um, women are wanting to know how to get one. Men are priding themselves in being one. And I thought that it would be fun and interesting and educational to give another perspective on what that means, because we all like to say how we're not a monolith, but as soon as we can associate ourselves with something that seems better than everyone else, we all jump on the train. So how much of a monolith are we not? Um So, yeah, I wanted to kind of dive into my thoughts on the topic of high-value men and and share a different perspective.
0: I mean, when it comes to men, I think they pretty much are a monolith, physically (laughs) speaking.
1: Um. (laughs) And It's funny because we're all human. Like, there's going to be things about us that we all relate on, and there's going to be things that we're different um, in regards to, and I think that the standard social media definition of a high value man would have you thinking that he is this tall six foot you know dark handsome six-figure earning man and I think I'm gonna come oh yeah right no I know know. (laughs) I've met those guys that's the crazy thing I've met those guys I have I've experienced those guys I've dated those guys I've befriended those guys and I think that we are limiting ourselves and I think we're limiting men. And I think the more we do that and the more we praise people for identifying in such a small niche, we almost put them at a advantage to not do the work.
0: Mm. I value men. We're making it like seem like, uh, okay, I'm trying to see where this narrative is going because I think it's like, we are, like those who are active in the dating culture are kind of like putting men in this sort of unattainable sphere or this shape and it's kind of like we're putting men in just one type of flavor Mm -hmm. of man you know you must meet this amount of body fat this amount of income this amount of height hair uh penis size what the fuck ever and then that just makes it you know so much easier to weed out any sort of man who is like who doesn't tick all those boxes and then it's just like all right fine whatever and then you're you're like missing out on the possibility of actually finding someone great because you know you were too stingy or like strict on your 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 checklist or whatever
1: yeah and that's exactly what happens. i think that and and something that i've experienced is the really great guy on paper and it's like but we should match up like if you look at me and my credentials and you look at him and his credentials why aren't we perfect for each other why don't we match and one of the biggest things is chemistry right you guys can come from the very same background and we wonder why sometimes opposites attract but sometimes there are things that are you know indescribable you know that we just can't express and that's okay because Mm. different in our own way and that's where it comes back to the experience are we experiencing people for who they are and really enjoying that person for who they are rather than whatever facade they put on to be this quote-unquote definition of a high-value man
0: what are we defining as high-value men anyway
1: um so i think it's gonna vary i think that that's subjective and i think that Mm. if we are honest with ourselves we know what it means for us so one of the things i would say. If you're considering dating a high-value man, you need to first ask yourself what you value.
0: Mm, I don't value anything. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: so he needs to be, you know, he needs to love whores. So there we go. That's
0: true. Yeah, he needs to love me and my gorilla grip of an asshole. He needs to love uh, <laughs> my, my openness about my sexuality. He also needs to love Richard and Jackson, my penis companions over here. And uh, yeah, okay. Hmm. Now that I, I'm thinking about it, okay. Not, not. I'm not trying to make a joke or anything, but I do value someone who knows how to fuck. Yes.
1: Well, compatibility <laughs> like, is so important. That's another thing, right? Like, so before we dive into that, because baby, we're gonna go deep on that. Sense. But um, we get in deep like the gaping hole. Oh. Ah! <laughs> and- So I think that when we, to go back to what we value, right? You ask yourself what you value. You can write that list down. Um, Think about what that person values as well, right? So then you find that alignment. Do we value the same things? That is what is going to make a quality relationship over a superficial one that has the idea of, well, I have a high value man, but let's go back to it, right? The definition that we're seeing on social media, the six figure, six foot, tall, you know, large penis, the whole nine. Is he a good person character-wise? You know, does he value family? Is he patient? Is he open to who you are and expressive? Or do you guys live within the confines of these boxes that make you just look good to who they can tell about you, right? Like, I'm this person and they have this thing and they have that thing. And who well, is it impressing? It's impressing what social media and everyone else. But are you happy?
0: Listen, if he fucks well, I'll let him hit my mom. I will. Look, like...
1: mama, Sorry. Mama Tim, I got you. Okay. When you need somewhere to go because it's not safe there, just believe twice. Okay.
0: <laughs> you ever find dick that's so good? It's just like when you bring him home and then he says something problematic. You're
1: like, mama, that's a good man. <laughs> I'm going to make all the excuses in the world because this guy is just... But that, you know what's funny though. Speaking of, if the penis is good or if money is good, it depends on what you value, right? So if what you do value is financial stability, then yeah, absolutely. You're a high-value man. That's going to be one of the requirements for your partner to have. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think it's important for people to... Acknowledge that it's okay for you to have your own standards and for you to value something that you might not hear every day. Get to know yourself enough to know what you want. That is the most important thing. Be with who makes you happy. Be with who makes sense for you. I don't even think people should date um, outside of whatever it is they want, right? So if there's a certain lifestyle that you want to live, then you should absolutely date within within that lifestyle. Right. But if you are someone which there are plenty of people who say, I don't care about money. I I, I care about love. Those people are going to look for something different in a partner. They're going to look for characteristics. They're going to look for, you know, personality traits and things like that. And can you have both? Absolutely. Having money, being tall, being good looking, having good sex does not absolve you from being a decent person. And I think that that's a part of the conversation that's missing. So, you know, if we can sprinkle anything on anything, it's going to be that. And I think that's the conversation we should be having going forward. I'm sorry. At this point, most of us are too old, okay, to be having conversations Mm. over and over again, talking about some, I want a high value man. And I want someone who's fit and friendly. Like, what? (laughs) Like, come on. Okay, what else? What else? If, if you, I mean, things that you value in a partner that i value in myself as a person like being a good communicator i'm a very patient person like if those are not the things you value it doesn't matter what i quote unquote bring to the table because you don't value it anyways baby and that is okay
0: if you're looking for a man like that listen to fresh and fit or andrew tate (laughs) (laughs) okay like uh just sorry those men like uh they disgust me so much i feel physically ill and i want to throw up in my you know, right now Ugh. they don't um
1: bother me as much as the um response that people give because what i find to be more interesting and this is not for everybody right i just look th- look at it through a different lens but what i find interesting is that i think it's sad um for the men who consider themselves to be leaders to then follow a narrative and follow the herd and follow the crowd right like so i think in dating women right when you're looking for someone who is a man of character and quality. Look for a man that has his own mind. And and what is he doing to pour into himself? What can he do to pour into you and the people around him? And if you are a person that values family and that's something you want, also consider what this person is going to pour into your children. I think that, again, we are all getting a little bit too old to have the same old, same old conversation. So we need to be honest about who people are and who they follow and the things they do. I cannot for one second entertain, interact or converse with someone who doesn't know who they are because the conversation is going to get very, very
0: stale, cool. boring. Yeah. And I've had men, I've actually
1: had men where I've asked questions like, you know, what are three things you really like about yourself? And then they like pause and they're like, Ugh, and I'm like, okay.
0: Uh, my car, do, my dick and my, my tattoo. Mm. Characteristics
1: like about you like outside of those things and I've had a guy look at me like uh and he was a very wealthy man um very nice looking older gentleman. he was so confused by my question and I said well you don't have to answer now I said don't worry I said just think about it and then I go when is the last time you did something kind for yourself and what was it and he was looking at me like okay yeah these questions are hitting me differently about 45 minutes later he comes back and he goes I've never been asked those questions before and now I'm really thinking about it and now you have me really thinking about myself and I'm like well, yeah. I mean, I would hope that you find things about you that you like enough to share with somebody else. Those are the questions that'll tell you where a man is on your value system.
0: Has he just never been introspective for a second I think in most his life?
1: Are not, which is why they're so easily uh swayed into like this mass trauma bonding of like who should be who and blaming someone else for everything that they do. Live your like be happy with who you are those are things that I find in quality people is people like who really live their own lives and they're just not perfect by any means but god darn it they like themselves because they've done something good enough with themselves to at least know three things of Tim what are three things you like about yourself Mm -hmm. besides the game (laughs) I'm (laughs) besides my gaming goal, but it is part of me
0: Um. Okay, so three things I do like about myself is that I am funny. Like, I'm so fucking hilarious. Everybody that meets me, they know that they're going to have a good belly laugh. I have such good taste in food because I will eat just about anything. And I'm so willing to be adventurous in terms of my culinary experience. And third, I love variety in experiences. So like miss me with that dinner and a movie. I want to go skydiving. Take me to a fucking rock climbing thing or I'll even take you to one of my pole classes. Like mm. easy because I know myself a little bit more than your average quote unquote a- attaining high value man or whatever. That's because I am a high value man. Ew. Mm.
1: Um <laughs> mm. <Smith>. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I I do enjoy those parts of myself because I have also been validated in that. Whenever I go on dates, they're like, oh, wow, you really are just, like, willing to eat anything. Or, or, oh, my God, your pole dancing is amazing. Or, you have such a great laugh and your teeth are so nice and white and straight. Mm." So I'm like, yeah, I, you know what? Those are great things about me. And you're fucking lucky to experience that.
1: That's yeah. And you know, it's what's really interesting that I think a lot of people don't. We think about high value. Are we considering like vulnerability? Like, are we really considering that when someone is vulnerable with you and they're showing you who they are? Like, you just said, you're willing to show up and be adventurous and be open. Like, that is something someone should value about you. Like, shouldn't you value that I'm open to you and I'm not closed off and I'm not? you know being this robotic person i'm really letting you have an experience that i'm hoping you're going to enjoy and i'm and i'm i'm showing you who i am so you can like me genuinely i think that those are a part of these Relationships or dating ideals that we're missing. Like, I love feeling like a schoolgirl. Like, I love feeling like I have a crush on the boy and I might want to write you a letter and check yes or no. And when I see you in the hall, like, I remember those feelings of having a crush on someone. And I remember, yeah, butterflies. I remember and I know some people are like, well, butterflies aren't good. It's not about that. It's about the fact that I like someone, just liking someone um, and being vulnerable enough to like someone. And then, opening yourself up to share with that person those are things that we should actually really value but you know again we're on social media and we're getting these highlights and these reels and things seem so you know picture perfect in the seven to thirty seconds that we're experiencing it but it's these conversations should be a lot deeper um in the dating sphere than what they have been then you know and and especially when it comes to the whole combative thing oh we'll talk about that a but i'm over
0: it yeah but but i so am i girl but i'm wondering like where does this idea come from that men should be rich big dick tall full head of hair in order for them to be considered sexually viable or like a potential Yeah, so
1: it really is a traditional way of thinking And I think that when we talk about modern women and and, and modern day and age, we have to consider that the will was already invented. No one's reinvented the will. So there will always be things from history that will live on. There are things that will be timeless and that's okay. So I think as a society, we just still haven't come to terms with, do we want to move out of tradition or do we want to sit in tradition? And I think that you can make both work. I think that, yeah, you can pick and choose. I can say that I want to live in a nice beautiful luxury home and I want my kids to be in a good school district and I want my partner to help contribute to that lifestyle. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I just think that there's some confusion between feeling like you're not capable of being that person and not having that confidence to actually be that because again a lot of people are not introspective. So on one end Men want to identify as high value men, but they also want to be upset when one of those characteristics is considered when women are choosing to date them. So I think that it's a lot more fallacy than anything. I think there are a lot more people who are pretending to be something that they're not. Um, And so they're struggling with accepting what really is, which is if women want value men based on the definition of being financially stable and secure, then that's just a requirement of this quote-unquote traditional relationship that men also do say they desire.
0: We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. What's up, all you sick fucking perverts? Don't you just love love? The Love Shop has everything you need to feel the love in the air, or in between your legs, wherever you want, really. They've got everything from vibrators, lubes, lingerie, and even full-sized sex dolls. (laughs) Wow, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Visit loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 15% off the whole store. And the best part is that they ship all over Canada, US, and... what? Ireland? To all my whores in Dublin, top of the morning to ya. <laughs> That's loveshop.ca slash sexed with Tim and check out code SexEdWithTim for 15% off the entire store. Now get to fucking Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to DaleKuda.com. That's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SexedWithTim at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me, 25% off. And cherry on top free shipping oh my god i have a few of the stuff that he has made for me and girl i'm wearing it right now i'm wearing like a little jock strap so that i could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there and i'm on the train i'm just like oh, oh, thank you dale <laughs> That's DaleCuda.com with the code SEXEDWITHTIM for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come bucket zini. <laughs> the show is about to begin. Yes. Yeah, and it's also like, why are you tying your sense of self-worth and your sexual viability to external sources? Like... If I have a nice car, if I have a nice home, if I got, you know, jewelry or whatever else, that is a sign that I am successful, that I am uh, dateable, that I am all of these things, and it'll increase my chances of having a partner. But like, in the long run, is that really gonna matter? Like, cars break down, houses need repair, jewelry fades. What about, like, give me something that I can work with? Where, when was the last time you called your mother? You know, like, (laughs) when, when was the last time you went to therapy? Oh, my God. Like, I once slept with a guy, and he's just an absolute train wreck of a conservative. Ugh. And so what i tried to do is i tried to fuck with his like social media algorithm while he was in the bathroom he left his phone unlocked and i was like therapist therapist near me uh <laughs> nearby psychiatrist yep. you know just like fucking do something with your life I, I think
1: that the unfortunate thing is that we're not looking at ourselves as whole people you like i said you can do both you can't be both right those external things are just Additives, right? That doesn't make you who you are. However, I do think that your accolades or the fruits of your labor do say a lot about you. So, if you're a very hardworking person, and you're like, "Hey, look, I take my time to," again, I have to go back to the home thing. Y'all know I'm a homebody. I love decorating a beautiful apartment, okay, especially a nice luxury one, okay. Um, if I pride myself in living in a good area or in a nice place, or you know, like I said, my kids being in a good area. Um, then what people see on the outside is she lives in a beautiful place. But for me and for anyone that gets to know me, they understand that she works really hard to live nice. Right? So I think it's just the way we're looking at things. We're looking at the external things just from an external lens instead of really saying, well, how does that identify with who they are as a person? Are they using these things as a cover up or to fill a void or because they're missing something? Or do they have those things because of who they are and character? And that's what we're not looking at. So beyond what a person has.
0: The shoes on look, my feet, okay. I bought it. The rock I'm rocking, <laughs> I bought it. The car I'm driving, yeah, but, I bought it. Because I look, depend on me.
1: That part. But, but you know, it is important to get to that nice expensive tip after you guys are driven in the nice car and and that person is dressed nice and beautifully, what conversations are you having? Are they surface level or are they getting deeper to where you just know a person Just really loves themselves. So, yes, they do like to adorn themselves or treat themselves with really nice things, but what is their day to day like? You know, what is that morning to night routine like? You know, not just the weekend highlights. So, I think again, it's just kind of digging a little bit deeper beyond the surface and beyond the additives and the exterior of what we see, because like you said, things do fade beauty fades looks fade we cannot be buried or die with money we leave it for our family so that they can live better lives but you know ultimately it really doesn't define who we are
0: yeah because like how do you want to be remembered let's interrogate your motivations like uh what what gets you up in the day what gets you surviving the next day let's think about the things that truly make us human or like um what's the word i'm looking for like what what makes your life feel yeah. like it's worth living rather than some fucking nice car that's going to come out again in the next five or six years like everybody out here got a tesla now like ugh, whatever but like <laughs> I, I fine if you want to drive a tesla okay whatever but like what are you like driven by what not what you're yes. driving right Ooh.
1: Not what do you drive, but what drives you. I think that's such a great analogy. We need, hold on, you need to might, you know, add that on a little, you know, add that in the promo a little, like, just because it makes so, Not, ladies, what's important is not what he drives, but what drives him. How about that? Mm, Sprinkle that.
0: I literally just came up with that on the spot because I am a genius. I am of high value. You can't Mm. afford me. $1,000 $1,000 for my hour? No, I'm kidding. That's he not a 1000
1: I actually feel the same way. I actually had someone um, who most people really do not like him social media wise, but he is a very interesting person. And he said something to me that I will never forget. Um, he saw me on a live and he was like, her energy is expensive. And I take that as a compliment because, yes, my energy is expensive because time is valuable to me. One of my love languages is quality time. I am not here to waste someone else's and I do not want mine to be wasted. That is something that you cannot get back. So if I give you the opportunity to get to know me, make it worthwhile. Money cannot buy me. Money will not make me like you anymore. Trust me, money won't make anyone like you. However, don't get me wrong. I'm totally for transactional relationships and I totally support sex work. My issue is people cannot be mad at the idea of a transactional relationship or sex workers—people um, cannot be mad about women choosing to do or people choosing to do what they want with their bodies when the exchange is for financials. When kind of sometimes what most people want, like there's always going to be a client for a product or a service. So you know that's just my sprinkle on that. But I just you know that that's a huge issue I have in the dating culture is how much we intertwine transactional relationships and how much people are not honest about the fact that most people really do want transactional relationships, but they're not honest with what the contingencies are. Be honest. This is what I want in exchange for this. I'm very upfront about that. At this point in my life, I'm very upfront with men that I date about what I have to offer, who I am as a woman and what I expect in return. And it it makes dating a lot easier
0: so much easier because it's it like it sets expectations a little bit and especially in a scene such as the dating scene where things are a little unknown and like we're navigating murky waters so it's just so much easier to say look i'm i just want to fuck are you down or not or i am actually looking to build a home with someone to build a family or and like is that something that you're into or like is that something that uh resonates with you you don't have to be like i need to get pregnant now don't do that. like mm.
1: <laughs> don't do it <laughs>
0: Yeah, or like take him to like I don't know couples counseling as your first so, date. So
1: <laughs> my therapist. We've been working on and off again for the last five years. Are you ready?
0: <laughs> uh is the high value man in the room right with now. us right now?
1: Look, uh, what is it? The little crystal balls? <laughs> shake again. Right? Ask again I later. <laughs> later. <laughs> is this good or not? Shake, shake. Shakes. Hell no. No. <laughs> Ask again
0: later. All right, fuck no.
1: You're like, I sign? no, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be open too. Um, I recently just cleared out my summer roster Ew, before summer was over too. It was interesting. I was like, okay, I'm over it. Y'all had half the summer. I'm done. Um, and the reason why is because I opened myself up to dating this spring. Met a couple guys. You know, got to know them, and. I'm I'm patient. I'm a patient woman. You know, I definitely like to get to know people. I allow people to get to know me so we can kind of see where we might fit into each other's like time and space. But at this point, there is no need to continue with any of the men on my summer roster um and so i cleared it out and the funny thing is is that i set my intentions and i shifted my energy from everything that made me consider each guy or any part of me that felt attached right because when you get to know someone you're like okay well maybe we can you know you, you do we do genuinely we we know that people are not perfect so there are some things we'll accept as long as the majority works out um and that wasn't the case, which is why I was able to let go of my summer roster. But it was really interesting once I considered and I did the self-reflection on what attracted me to each person and the things that didn't work for me. And I was like, okay. I was like, and that's okay because people don't have to be where I am. But I did attract a new wave of men. And my roster is D1 right now.
0: Ooh. Can you spill? I um, want to hear this. I want to hear Oh, giving
1: husband. Uh, well, you know, I've been <gasps> married before, and I am someone who, you know, I, like I said, I've done the work after my divorce, and I'm still very much a woman that wants to be married. I want a family. And I'm very happy to say that I have men in my life right now who are having honest and open conversations about what they want. Right. And, if it's, let's say, they mention three things and I'm like, ooh, I'm not going to pretend. Oh, yes, that's me. Oh, yes. I am all three. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ooh, I'm two out of three. They're like, which one aren't you? I'm like, that one. You know, because mm-hmm. I would just rather be honest. And what I tell you, I think it's refreshing for men to even hear the truth and, and not being a woman that's putting on a facade. Like, I am who I am. I'm dope. I'm beautiful. Um, I'm smart. And- look okay whoever i'm mm, whoever my mom okay they need to catch
0: up to you you don't have to (laughs) step absolutely not they are lucky to
1: have an honest woman who is also open you know that was one of the things you mentioned that you liked about yourself and i think that that's something i like about myself as well i know that that's something i like about myself um is that i'm open so it's been a really interesting experience just having these honest conversations up front, getting to know people on a deeper level and seeing where these men see themselves outside of all of the facades that are out there on the internet. I'm getting to know men for who they are individually and not for the belief system that they've adopted through, you know, whatever media they're consuming.
0: I totally agree with everything you said, but I want to reshape our point of view on this because I am now just starting to think why is it that some men find it hard to believe that vulnerability is considered high value or what's keeping them from uh, reshaping their frame of mind or are we perpetuating this idea that m- men should be a b c d and if they don't check off any of things of the list then uh, they're unfuckable like Uh, What's Um, your take on that? So I
1: think it goes back to something that we said earlier about reshaping the conversation and having the conversations that are missing. So we all have these surface level conversation about a high value man wants this and a woman and a woman wants this and you gotta be this and you gotta be that and we are totally dismissing the things that we actually need because people are not sitting with themselves and asking themselves honest questions. What do I need? Express those things. I think that if more people have conversations like this where we have women, you know, such as myself saying, Hey, I value a family man. I value a man that is patient with me because I'm not perfect. And I value a man that can communicate because he might not be perfect. And at least he can tell me when it's rough and we can sit there and we can talk about it because we have patient and we have patience amongst one another. And We value our family. So we're going to prioritize the quality and the health of our relationship so we can show our family something different. I think that we like the idea of saying, I want generational wealth and I want legacy, but we are not giving actual definitive characteristics to the partners we're going to have these lives with. Yes, vulnerability is a requirement. Like everyone's so quick to jump in and out of situations. We are not taking our time. We are rushing. I had a conversation with a group of men and the conversation was around, you know, the 90 day rule. So are women using sex to quote unquote, get what they want? Well, my question was, if you are rushing me to have sex, but I'm not ready, not for any other reason, not because of religion, not because of whatever. I just want to know that. Am I okay with you? Like, do I like you? Do I want to have sex with you? Do I want to give you my body? Do I trust you? Am I safe? It's okay for a woman to ask herself or a person to ask themselves that question and decide to take things slower and decide to say, hey, let me get to know you some more so I can see what you value. Let me see if I can be vulnerable with you. I think we're missing a big space of mental, physical, and emotional safety. And so we are not prioritizing that in these conversations. Most people want clickbait. They want the spicy parts. The conversations, I can say, get a little deeper when people get more vulnerable. But these are just not the bulk of the conversations that people are having. So everyone's on social media thinking that, hey, this post has 30,000 likes. And it told me that, you know, my man, in order to be a good one, has to have money. And he has to be this and X, Y, Z. But it never mentioned him being vulnerable. Then what do you think? People are going to think, a man's going to say, well, 30,000 women liked it, and, you know, I guess that's what I have to be, and they won't be anything else, because no one's saying that these things are also important in a partner.
0: Mm, and for anyone that's ever actually fallen, you know, to that kind of trap, you're going into what's called mm-hmm. confirmation bias, so, like, you've already made this, uh, I know, period, right? Mm, sociology <laughs> come through. Um <laughs> Like, you already have this idea in your head of what something should be. So, for example, uh, men should be rich, big dick, full of hair, nice car, blah, 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 all that. And then you scroll through social media, you see marketing and advertising saying that, uh you're conflating these things so like uh oh wow that guy is really attractive. He's got a lot of women, he his weekend is really great, and he's getting a thousand likes. So that confirms my idea that men should be da 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 all that. And it's like you're you're living in an echo chamber. Real estate in an echo chamber is shit. Bust me oh. the fuck oh. out.
1: Oh yeah, it's limiting. And I think what people are going to find is that people are going to stay single for a long time because nobody is willing to step outside the box. Everyone, it's a tug of war right now. It's a tug of war. And until people decide to step outside of the box and say, hey, let's do something different. I don't want to be pulling this way. I don't want you to be pulling that way. Let's go take a walk instead. Like quite literally, I'm imagining right now, men on one side, women on the other side, and there is a tug of war And I'm not in it, I have no skin in that game. I, the rope is not in my hands, I will walk away and whoever wants to come take a walk with me and get to know me outside of this inflated ideology, then hey, be my guest. But unfortunately- uh, Third
0: eye all the way open, third eye is wide open.
1: Right, and that, and and it feels good because I think that when you are this honest, With yourself first and foremost and when you find comfort in being honest with the people around you your chances of finding a partner a viable mate and a genuine connection automatically skyrockets
0: Mm, so i think that kind of confirms why i've been single for quite a while now actually my last uh, relationship was in 2015 uh that ended badly but i think it's because now I know myself a little more, and, and I continue to discover more things about myself. That I am like, I'm not single because I'm undateable. I'm single because nobody can match my energy, or at least no one I've met yet has matched my energy. Because the things I value in a partner are uh, someone who's honest and open with their feelings and is willing to talk shit out and not just ghost or, you know disappear at the drop of a hat i love communication like fucking communicate on my face right (laughs) Mm. um i i also value someone like i said earlier I, i value someone with a high sex drive because my sex drive is quite high and i also value someone who loves to open themselves up to new experiences because i value new experiences i love to create memories i feel that memories are much more important than money memories and experiences they're much more valuable than any sort of jewelry or car or uh suit fancy suit that any guy could ever give me and just like oh god the dating scene here in in toronto girl mm, i bet the dating scene in the u.s is not not all that different but like you you know like uh, this is the kind of stuff and uh, the kind of values the kind of qualities that i look for in a potential mate and a potential partner and also like i also value that uh we have to be in an open relationship because i can't depend on one guy to meet all of my needs for the rest of my life so yeah those are the kinds of things that i i seek in a partner and i make that known it's just that the guys that i've been like you know, seeing they're not that vocal about their own needs because they're just like, oh, I just want to hook up. Oh, I just want to fuck. Or I'm not looking right now. And it's like, all right, fine. But like, you didn't answer my question. What is motivating you? Like, what are you on here for? Why are we even connecting in the first place? Like, did you ask yourself that? Uh, I, I make it known. I make it vocal.
1: Yeah, it, it it's interesting, right? Because I, like I, a lot of people are going to find themselves at a crossroad, realizing that they know nothing about themselves or what they want because they will not sit down with themselves. If people continue to listen to, you know, these ideologies on social media, they're gonna be the monolith. And the monolith is gonna look very lonely. And very single. And I'm not in, I'm not saying that this, if, trust me, if this does not apply, audience, let it fly, okay? Because some people don't want to be in a relationship. But it
0: still looks fuckable. The monolith still looks fuckable. Yeah, I
1: mean, you
0: know, we all have. I mean, you know, I, I don't mind a big old grand stone <laughs> right in the middle of, listen, I will sit down on the Washington Monument.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, like, so, yeah, I mean, but, okay. It's fine. Whatever it is that people want, we just have to be honest with ourselves. If what you want is a transactional relationship, make that very clear. If you are a man that wants a you know sex worker, get a sex worker. If you want multiple women because you want them to do different things, hire a chef, hire a maid, get a surrogate, get a nanny, and get a sex worker. You have five women in your life right there that will never give you live. And I'm and I'm not saying Mm. problematic, but less communication if you don't want communication and a life partner to go through the hard times with then just say that like go get what you want and i think it's totally okay because there are five people out there that's willing to do those jobs they're there every day i know plenty right um but again
0: if you're a man that's looking to just date your mom just say that just say that you want your mom that's that's it <laughs> okay too.
1: You know, I I just, again, I think it's about being honest. Like I, again, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say what I want because the last thing I want to do is waste someone's time. And I'm not worried if I'm, trust me, if I am not what someone wants, I don't want a family Shay. I think you're beautiful, but, um, I just really want to fuck on you. Okay. No, thank you. But thank you for the honesty. No, thank you. You know, I'm looking for something different. It is okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. I tell men all the time, especially when I'm dating them, it doesn't make you any less of a good guy if we don't work out. Maybe you'll be better for someone else, just a better fit. Like, someone could think that you are creme de la creme, and I'm like, mm, he all right. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay if people don't.
0: Yeah, right. mm, whatever.
1: It's all right. Like, <laughs> but if you don't fit, that's okay. Just be honest. Make sure... You are happy and you are comfortable with what you want and what you're receiving in a relationship and in a space. And you can't lose. You can never lose being honest with yourself.
0: Mm, that's so beautifully said. And I think that's kind of like the thesis of this entire conversation is that we need to reshape Our definition and social media's definition and society's definition of what a high-value man is. A high-value man is not someone who is tied down to the external material things of this world. A high-value man is someone who knows what they're about, who knows what drives them, who knows what uh, makes them feel strong, what makes them feel weak, sad, angry, whatever. A high-value man is someone who like you know is in touch with their feelings i guess i'm saying a high value man is a woman
1: Um. talk about me then i'm just playing (laughs) no but look so i want to conclude that too with high value is subjective it is literally based on what you value right like the whole idea of well, women say they want a man that's emotional and then when a man gets emotional it's a problem and when we're not emotional it's an issue find the one that works for you. Do you want to be emotional or are you not that emotional? You there's someone for everyone. Again, the monolith, people are too busy trying to fit into a box. Why do y'all want to be in there? It's suffocating. It sounds insane. Put the rope down. Why are we at tug of war? Go take a walk and maybe discover someone along the way.
0: Cuz like when you discover yourself, that energy is definitely going to attract uh, other energies you know similar energies like attracts like in that in yeah. that sense uh or you know what in my case you know people are just gonna who are your polar opposite they make the best bedfellows <laughs> <laughs> she
1: look when you
0: know I fucked how many when you know many republicans oh my god
1: so when you know yourself and you share yourself with someone right that is okay it doesn't have to mean that they're the perfect person for you. It's just a journey. It's just experiencing people. It's just experiencing life. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I just encourage people to, one, be honest with yourself, right, about what you want, what you value, what you need. Two, be okay with being vulnerable sometimes. But three, also be protective of yourself. If you value yourself, value yourself enough to know that, hey, this doesn't align with who I am. And it doesn't make this person a bad person, but it's also okay for me to just walk away and go and go explore and experience the people that align with you. It's okay to operate like that. It's actually quite beautiful, if I might say so myself. To the
0: people pleasers listening to this and the ones with an anxious attachment style, that's called boundaries. Mm. (laughs) Mm.
1: The big B. Big
0: They've never heard of that. They've never heard of
1: what that word is. Man with your chest. Ten toes. Baby. I had to learn. I had to learn. And I'm glad that I have them now. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I still it to be a good, beautiful person.
0: I wish we could all get to, you know, that place. Uh But it's going to take work. It's definitely going to take some, uh a, a lot of introspection and a lot of self-interrogation. And you know what? Just. Work on yourself before you start going doing the work on someone else. <laughs> Ooh,
1: yeah. That, that'll deplete you. That's the sure way to mm. deplete it.
0: Yep. Right. <laughs> so, actually, Shay, uh, we've been talking a lot about interrogation and high values, and I want to put that to the test with a little, little game. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. So, this segment of the show is brand new to Season 3. It's called Naughty or Nice. <laughs> Now, without any context whatsoever, I want you to pick Naughty or Nice. Which one do you want to do first? Naughty. Alright, Naughty. Here we go. So, this segment of the game is Red Flags. And what it is, is that uh, you're going to be going on a date and they have three qualities. Mm. Two green flags and one red flag. It's your job to justify why this date is worth it all right so like no matter what the red flag is you have to be like all right but he's a good man
1: mama i got you
0: <laughs> okay here we go the first date he always knows how to stop you from crying oh he knows what your needs are that's nice he's the perfect communicator that's great mm-hmm. but he laughs incessantly during sex
1: <laughs> he laughs during sex <laughs> hmm why is this man laughing during- <laughs> well first all, <laughs> well, let me just say this i'm low-key a comedian so my man can't laugh with me um where else he gonna laugh because where else can you laugh you better laugh in me you better laugh on me all that (laughs) Mm.
0: well what if he's like can you just imagine his o face being like
1: you know like (laughs) you know what i you know what it is i'm so forward that i make people feel a rush of emotions he laughs because of me it's uncontrollable. It's me.
0: During sex. And, yep. and it's the entire time.
1: Yep. I make him feel things that he's never felt before. He cannot help himself. He does it with no one else but me.
0: You know what? I I, I I admire how you made that about yourself rather than defending. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what's crazy? I was like, I'm so making this about me. I was like, yep, ego coming through. Ego coming through. <laughs> but the thing is, it's in relationships. <laughs> not lie people do it people do it the red flags but if you know i just know i can <laughs> <laughs> you
0: may be egotistical but you're not full of yourself there's i feel like there's a, a little bit of a difference there you're not like you know who you are and you stand by your own things but and you know you're funny so like uh even if he's laughing during sex you know that uh the pleasure's on you
1: and we're gonna be honest i like me more than i like everybody
0: (laughs) Mm. Mm. give that to me on a t-shirt oh i love it (laughs) okay this one actually i think may have some potential this next date uh but we'll see (laughs) i want to hear your take so uh he loves children that's great uh has the voice of an angel so it's mm, mm, can you imagine uh who's the guy that's saying un- that untitled
1: how does it feel okay so a singing voice of an angel because i thought you meant talking i was like Mm-mm, i need a warrior oh that could
0: be it could be that too Mm-mm. like you, you get like idris elba's voice all the time Ooh. okay
1: that okay when I'm thinking of angel, I'm thinking of something more like soft, soft-spoken, which I think is beautiful. But I need something a little more beastly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, an, an angel can have any any kind of tone. But <laughs> 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 turns out to be it's Gil, it's Gilbert Godfrey, actually.
1: <laughs> why are we- Say, why are we growling? <sighs> Yeah. Shay, Gosh.
0: you look so good. <laughs> I mean, he is dead, so he's technically an angel. So,
1: <laughs> for the right one, look, I, I got an angel in mind. We're gonna go. We're gonna go into the vault of men. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna pee. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. So once again, he loves children. He has the voice of an angel, but. He has the names of all of his exes tattooed on his face.
1: <clears throat> I really appreciate the fact that he is a man that can love so deeply and he is not afraid to show his love to the world. My my name is next. How about that?
0: Wow, well defended, Shay. <laughs> Well defended. So you know it's not going to last because you said, like, it's going to be an ex. So you just know he's here for a good time, not a long time.
1: Look, as long as they know I was there, (laughs) I'm toxic.
0: (laughs) Like a dog marking their territory.
1: Absolutely. What you say about peeing on him or something?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you golden shower all over
1: it. Don't mind if I. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, and it makes for a great disinfectant when he goes to get his next tattoo. Exactly. I guess.
1: Look, you see how I'm taking care of him already? That's why I got my name tatted on his face. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, well, you know what? I wish you all the best with these two high-value men. Uh, <laughs> if we can even call them.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: I hope you get spit-roasted by the sex laugher and the one with all the ex (laughs) tattoos. Oh Oh my god. Oh oh lord have mercy. Okay, so uh, the last half of the game is the nice part. And is actually like very wholesome. Uh, They're more about you personally. Just to get a little bit uh, into how your heart works, you know? Uh, So the first card I have here is describe how you hope to make your partner or partners feel physically during sex.
1: Oh, I would hope that when I am making love to my man, that he knows it feels good physically on every part of his body. But he knows that because I care so much and I take such good care of him.
0: Oh, ugh, gross! I just want him to come and go.
1: <laughs> oh, he'll do a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> I won't let him. We, we ain't
0: going. You're Shay. You're just way too wholesome for this world, and I can't. I am a heinous bitch. Uh, that's my DJ name, DJ Heinous Bitch. Um. <laughs> you know,
1: um, I let the first part of it hold just whole and some, just a whole lot of some of me, you know?
0: That's fair. Uh, like, okay, I guess you, you want him to feel uh, warm. You want him to feel like there's goosebumps running up his back. Uh, and there's like, you know, palms sweaty, knees weak, arms heavy. Like, you want all that. You want him to feel all that. You want him to feel the butterflies the way you're feeling the butterflies.
1: Yeah, I want him to feel taken care of in every way
0: oh okay that's that's kind of sweet that's actually kind of sweet i love that and yeah like i'm not even gonna clown because that's (laughs) kind of what i want myself damn it it. i have to be honest with
1: myself now at the end (laughs) i have to be
0: honest with my wants and my needs (laughs) oh listen, I'm high value, but like emotional value, uh, let's, let's revisit that. Let's put that in the parking lot. Um, uh, so this other question I have here is, what do you find connects you most to your partner or partners?
1: Um, I think it's conversations and moments of transparency and honesty and vulnerability, right? Like I think that when, someone is able to connect with me by being open with me and being vulnerable. There is always those moments of like, Okay, I'm telling her this about myself. Is she gonna like me? Is she gonna wanna stick around? Because there's pressure, right, to be liked, especially when you like someone. So when someone is able to just sit there and be with you and be like, Well, that's okay. Like we're human. Like we go through things and you know, maybe that was a part of your past or maybe that's something you don't like about yourself and I could be that person that's encouraging them like, okay, so what are you going to do? Like, what does that look like for you to be on the other side of that? You know, and, or what have you been doing? And they give me that room and space to not only feel safe with what they want to give me, like they feel safe. Um, they also allow me to hold them accountable for whatever it is that, you know, they need to be held accountable for, whether it's me being a cheerleader. And I'm like, babe, you said you have these goals, go do it. Or it's like, babe, you said you wanted to be more consistent in the gym. Are you getting up? Are you up? You up? Yeah, okay. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Hey. (laughs) Good morning, babes. Let's get our ass up. Get those steps in.
1: (laughs) Good rewards. You do things that I like and, you know, we do special treats in return. Mm,
0: Yeah. You know what? That's kind of one of the things I did as a sex worker is that there was this one client who just, like, couldn't find the motivation to you know like get his ass up out of bed uh and like he, he just wasn't feeling like there's any sort of uh lightness in his life anymore mm-hmm. so when he hired me he wanted me to hold him accountable through like domination mm-hmm. it's like but dad you said you would you know like <laughs> okay wait <laughs> It feels silly. It feels silly, but like let, let me try to get into my uh character. I was like cuz he was a lot older and I was like 20 at the time. <clears throat> I'd be like dad, you said you would go to the gym with me. But if you go, I'll do that thing you like,
1: you know. And then that really got him up. And that sounds exactly like me. Like I do love a little brat play, so I love the voice. I'm always like
0: but can you go, please? Please. If you do, I'll do that thing you
1: like. Yeah, I definitely, oh, yeah. Man. It's the it's the incentive. And then I think it, it keeps things fresh and fun. And, you know, again, it's kind of going back to how do I want to make them feel? I want to make them feel good. I want to make them feel safe. How am I connecting with this guy being open with them and, and giving them incentive and celebrating all the good and the great things about us and the things that are not so great, we just, we tackle it and we take it as a team. Like, let's figure it out. Like, my strong suits we're going to put on the table. Your strong suits we're going to put on the table. Look, and I'm black too, so it's kind of like a game of spades, right? You kind of look at your partner and you're like, you know, how hey, yeah, you You know, like, you know, we got to put our strong suits, <laughs> strong shit on the table. Like, what are we doing? We trying to win or not? So... You know, I'm really big on that. So I I think that I'm a dope friend and lover in one.
0: Teamwork makes the dream work. I
1: (laughs) or whatever (laughs) fucking office platitude. Look, and that's exactly how sex supposed to be, too. Okay. oh, my God. When the sex is two people equally in it for pleasure and nobody is being a selfish lover. Yeah, we're going to end it on the sex. Now, for me, I know I'm a sex educator, so I had to, you know, drop that on there for y'all one time.
0: She's literally masturbating right now, people. (laughs) Like, she busted out her vibrator during the commercial break and just fucking started whipping it out. She's got a smile. She's got a
1: glow on her face. I hit y'all with that. That's that sex operator voice. Hi. I'm (laughs) Shay.
0: Yeah. Uh. Uh, I oh my god I'm gonna piss myself I swear to God, because um, <laughs> I how, do you, how, do, you, how huh? do you want
1: me to do it like that? Oh, do so it like yeah. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Hi everybody, I'm Shay. <laughs> 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 uh, ma'am this is a christian podcast <laughs> it was the disney crack in the air, in the air. <laughs>
0: oh. oh my god i'm gonna pee i swear I- i've lost all bladder control that was so funny <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just... oh my god oh i can't breathe i need a second Whew. okay well <laughs> I don't know how else to end because, (laughs) shit, that was, uh, for lack of better words, that was a high note. Um, Yes, high value man. There you go. A high (laughs) value man. Uh, Really, a high value man is a man who knows his own worth. Yes. Without the need for external validation. Because worth comes from within.
1: Mm. Mm. Ooh. I could
0: not have said it any better. Mm. Put that quote and scrape it or carve it into a dildo. Um, Mm. (laughs) Take that to the bank. (laughs) Oh my God. Shay, you're such an amazing guest as always. And it is such an honor to call you my friend and my confidant. And again people love you so much but if they forgot where to find you please make like a butt and plug away anything you want the audience to find
1: yes so you guys can find me on instagram at shay is love s-h-a-e-i-s-l-o-v-e tiktok is going to be the same you can find me on my website at shaydaily.com where you guys get things that i don't share with social media and you guys can also find me
0: on YouTube at j that's S-H-A-E-D-A-I-L-Y. Yay, uh, I love it. And uh, to all of you that made it this far into this chaotic ass conversation, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. If you like what you heard, please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe, because guess what? You are supporting... Uh, comprehensive sex education you're supporting uh, the content creators who are people of color who are queer so if you don't do what I just said then you're a racist and a homophobe I didn't make the rules sorry Uh, (laughs) period And if you enjoyed this conversation, you're free to rewind all the way back, and I will see you right here. So uh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast, and I will see you all at the next one. Bye! Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut.